Hey, folks, big thanks to everyone who came out last Thursday for our live digital experience on The Flash. That was a lot of fun. It went by in a flash, you might say. Uh, terrible joke there, Andrew. Uh, the Q&A after party was a lot of fun, too. But hey, if you could not make it Thursday night, no worries. There's been a replay available ever since the show ended. Catch the replay at moment.co slash we hate movies. That's end of day this Thursday, the 8th of February. You can still get the replay, the full thing. Our Flash digital live experience from last Thursday, moment.co slash we hate movies. How does that sound to you, Melrose Place's Billy Campbell? Oh, perfect. What is going on, one and all? Welcome to On Screen Live for this Monday. Holy crap, February the 5th. My name is Andrew Jupin. I'm going to bring in some buds here because we got a lot to get to today. Trailers, uh, box office, reviewing some things we've seen, and a little later in the program, revealing the three films we're going to be talking about on the spring leg of our 2024 tour. Uh, but first, let me bring in my buds. First up. Still just so glad he's back, just beaming with joy. Mr. Steven Sadak. No, Argyle. No. <laughs> I didn't see it. I, I, I'm i still not going to... I, I, if I could go to the movies this weekend to see Argyle, I know that I would have. But I couldn't... I was I, this close to getting a little, little inside baseball. Steve and I got some mm. drinks on Saturday. Oh. And uh, some, some drinks on Saturday. And I kept saying, I think I'm going to go see Argyle. I was like, Steve, I'll hang out, have a couple beers, mm-hmm. then I'll go see Argyle. And we drank like 10 beers a piece and I did not go see Argyle. No, uh, no. So that was, that was Saturday. Hey, speaking of even, 10 beers a piece, oh, what were you, what I didn't were you saying? I did the end of the Knicks game. I didn't, I, 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 I went home and I tried to watch the Knicks game and just, no. Fell asleep before halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, speaking of 10 beers, Eric Siska. Yes, I drank 10 beers by myself on Saturday. Oh, no. Didn't know you guys were getting together. Neither did we. I wouldn't have gone anyway. Don't worry. No, you you live far away. What's going on, dude? What's that t-shirt? Just a black t-shirt? Yeah. Oh, classics. Yeah, dude. Plain. (laughs) You guys like plain t-shirts? How about you? uh, So there's some good chat action happening. Where's where's this guy? I was going to mention him, but he went away. Oh, the B-Man, Carlisle Commons, Fortune's Daughter. Tata Hababa, Wake and Baking to On Screen Live. Welcome. Tata Hababa, good for you, my mm-hmm. friend. Yes, welcome Andrew Clang, Rose, Busiris87, Sandwich Jones. Split banana. Uh-oh, I, what happened love, there? No, I just, someone's name. I just love, oh, oh, oh. I love the creative <laughs> names here. Uh, speaking of creative names, the bookmaster himself, a page master, if you will, Mr. Chris Cabin. Let me put it this way. When Lauren took me into his office for the first time, he opened a portal through the mirror behind his desk. (laughs) When he walked through it, he was going through an entire tunnel made up of the faces and bodies of former loved ones ripped apart to shreds. He said, this is my kingdom. You are here forever, Jim. And of course, I was only there for about two years uh, because my brother was only so forward to give me what? Chris. 
Now, now we know you're reading the John Belushi part of the SNL button. <laughs> Fucking put that away, please. It was the Jim Belushi part of it, mm. uh, sir. He was only in for two years. That's oh, right. I meant to. I meant to say Jim Belushi. What? Uh, by the way, I was blinded by my rage. Excuse if me. If you want to watch me steal that bit, you should do it into the Flash uh, show that we just did, right? <laughs> That's right. right. Steal Chris's bit. Yes. There is some bit theft there, um, and pretty exciting for folks who might be on the fence about it, Steve. I got a little highlight reel we're going to play later in the program. Ooh. Maybe uh, maybe get some people intrigued. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, but yeah, bit in there is the bit in my is my bit no. in that? Okay, nope. <laughs> no, is no. that my bit in there? <laughs> I think is we should that all... my dead bit in that sewer drain? We're gonna all have to start doing it. It's the sure. only way to stop him. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm not stopping. I'm a stubborn son of a bitch. That ain't happening. No, sir. Uh, speaking of stubborn sons of bitches, we got some birthdays to uh, wish here. First up, uh, happy, what do we got here? 76th birthday to beloved funny man Christopher Guest. Wow. Famously uh, stubborn. Famously. Just, <laughs> famously. Uh, a, a pain in the ass. Just uh, classically. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, also definitely famously stubborn. Also, uh, happy 76th birthday to Errol Morris. Wow. Uh, he's still looking more like ch- Earl Sinclair from Dinosaurs Every Day. I <laughs> you know why? He's got to lay off those Chipotle commercials, what he's got to do. Mm. Oh, is he doing You're right, Steve? Oh, he's do- the one doing those, so, those Chipotle oh, where it's like, wow. oh, well, why are the ingredients so fresh? And it's like, yeah. well, we like to keep it fresh here, Errol Morris. It's like that, those. <laughs> I haven't seen these. That's insane. It's been going on for years, oh, you guys. The thin, oh, the, literal years. The oh, thin, no. fat line. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, a lot of funny person uh, birthdays today. We got uh, SNL alum Tim Meadows. Ooh, he turned okay. 63. Uh, the single white female herself, Jennifer Jason Lee, 62. Oh, yeah. Um, great actor that we make fun of for absolutely no reason. Happy 60th birthday to Laura Linney. She's oh, very talented. Uh, she's great. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Another uh, big SNL day. We got the Chris Cabin's book reading and also <laughs> Tim Meadows and Chris Parnell's birthday. Uh, uh, turning 57. Looking way better in this photograph than I'll ever look in my life. That's just... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been wa- rewatching 30 Rock and he is so yes. good as oh. Dr. Leo Spichemin. I thought it was a smaller role, but he's throughout no. the series. It's fantastic. Dude, regular. we're only in season two. Like, we just started season two on our rewatch and, like, Leo Spichemin at least 10 to 15 appearances already. Yeah, it's uh, it's really great. Uh, someone who never made it to 30 Rock but has made a lot of kick-ass action movies. Tony Ja turns 48. And uh, a filmmaker I think is really cool. Uh, Mia Hansen Love turns oh, yeah. forty three today. Uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of birthdays. Just because it keeps coming up, uh, I just want to see in the chat: is anybody like routinely watching Saturday Night Live? Like, is, are you are you folks out there like, <laughs> yeah, good living question. and dying with SNL? Like, oh, I got, I got, I got to get home. It's uh, SNL. <laughs> like a DVR. Don't tell me what happened to SNL. I want to know what funny bits happened this week. Mm-hmm. I, I assume. Oh yeah. I assume for like heavy duty TV watchers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of like Catholicism. It's going to it's going to yeah. Sunday. It's going to the church on Sunday. You have to go and watch Saturday Night Live. You have to do it, and like you've been doing it for so long, and mm-hmm. it's like penance because all the other stuff is clearly better. Like right. 
there can't be anything worse than Saturday Night Live out there. I yeah, refuse yeah. to believe it. I made the moral choice to stop watching when they had Trump on, but that, but I hadn't even been watching for three years before that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I was no. just like, yeah. you know what? I, I no. can't use I, that I like, as an excuse. I was like, either. I will yeah. never watch it again, even though I, I had I had been it hate watching it for longer, even after the Trump host. And uh, I, this like, like, Two years ago, I was just like, I, I can't keep doing this psychic damage to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, you were there for a long time. I remember. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's been clips for so yeah. long. If it's a clip, clip breaks, show. Yeah. If a clip breaks through, I'll definitely give that the shot. But that's, that's yeah. what I'm seeing a lot of people say. They'll catch a sketch on YouTube here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> someone says uh, never, ever uh, watched a live episode. Someone says hasn't watched a live episode in 20 years. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Graham Hill, I like this one. Graham says from the UK. So not even certain how I'd go about that. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, I don't. I genuinely don't think I've watched a live one since the Tina Fey years. Yeah. Someone points out something that I will uh, go to bat for also because whenever I see him pop up, it is still always great. Uh, Ms. Melancholy says Keenan is still great on there. Keenan Thompson, one of the funniest people in yes. America. Yeah. Year fifty of being on the show. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Uh, still managed to fit in two seasons of a television show and Good Burger too. Well, that's crazy. the thing is that he had gotten uh, rid of the like the bug to try out Hollywood already. Yeah, and he had come back, so right. like he didn't have that to, to move on to. He was always just going to be. At well, you get burned by the Fat Albert movie, Chris Cabin. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, of course you're going home. Didn't they just put out another Good Burger? Yeah. Uh, like, I guess. Yeah, I just said yeah. Good Burger too. Yeah, I yeah. didn't you say? Fat, I thought you said Fat Albert. I'm, I'm oh sorry. no. No, I said Good Burger too before oh. Fat Albert. Oh, and Fat okay. Albert eats good burgers. <laughs> and bad and bad burgers. <laughs> bad burgers as well. Uh, but speaking of movies, we got to get to some grosses today because there's a real surprise in at number two. This is Highest Gross. So right off the bat, not a ton of uh, surprises here. In at oh. five, the staying power of these little birds, man. Migration, yes. seven. I mean, this is the classic. It is a drought for family films. Yeah. And, you know, please, God, release something. And kids have birthdays every weekend. What are you going to do? It's like, I guess yep. we'll go see migration. Not, I mean, exactly. it's not even that. I mean, there is a divorce. There's many divorced fathers out there right now <laughs> sure. who have seen this movie now three times uh-huh. because they don't know what to do but take the, mo- the kids to the movie. And when they don't right. have the kids with them, they still go to the movie because they can pretend that they're having a loving family. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get two seats over from a yeah. happy family. Just, yeah. Speaking, uh, speaking from v- real experience, my family would at least have gone to see Beekeeper at this point. My dad would have been like, "We're going to see the Beekeeper." We're right, 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 right. I want to see um, what that Beekeeper's up to. And you definitely would have already have seen Wonka over the holidays, oh, no. Steve. Uh, mm. Rocking at number four here with four point eight million. I mean this this mm. guy five seventy two million global buckaroos for Wonka. I'm already <laughs> dreading Wonka two Electric Boogaloo. I and it's <laughs> it's streaming shit. now, and I just I I couldn't oh, get there this weekend. No. I was like, no, I'm not. Is it still um 
Uh, what are we at though? Like, what's the stage of seeing it at home? Twenty dollar rental? I think it's probably twenty bucks. Which I, I, I mean, I usually don't mind because it's like, hey, it's if me and my wife are watching, it's ten dollars a ticket. You know right. what I mean? I play I that game. Ghost pool, dude, and I was all alone on that couch. <laughs> I was, yeah. The one good thing about the movie that I, I, I when I reviewed, when I uh, did a review on Letterboxd, I even highlighted this. The uh-huh. one thing that you should, if you're going to watch it, it's it's shot by the same guy who shot The Handmaiden. So it looks incredible. If you what movie are you talking about? Wonka? Wonka? Yeah, Wonka. Wonka, uh-huh. By the hand, Park Chan-wook's uh, uh, hand, The Handmaiden. Yeah, uh, that's a great movie. Incredible film. And like, so if you turn the sound off, if you don't like pay attention mm-hmm. to what's going on and just like sure. watch the movie, it's great. But Do they like, have a scene in that where they, like, like the original, like you, you fart to fly or something? Or no, it's burping, right? Yes. Burp to fly, I believe. Burp, burp to fly. <laughs> oh, do no, they do that? To, no, they have ga- it's to gas. It's down. And then you come down. Oh, There's you, something similar to that, yes. The hey, candy dude, expand. Hey, Eric, uh, the farting thing, you're thinking of a 25 year old family guy joke. Really? Am I? <laughs> they Fuck. go to the Pawtucket Brewery oh, yeah. and they yeah, drink yeah, yeah. an experimental yeah. beer and they start flying. Or maybe. They fart to come down. Maybe it was the big, the big farting giant. That was a movie. Mm-hmm. He farts yep. too, right? Big farting giant. Oh, I never giant. saw it. I don't know. Yeah, Big yeah. Fucking giant is what the name. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. I guess I got farts on my mind because a few years ago I watched Fart the movie and I've been not able to not think about it. Was not shaking, huh? Was not aware of that one. You couldn't roll down the window and get that one out of your brain. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I'll just have to put a bullet in there. I think that'll clear it up. Hey, speaking sure. of movies, I can't get out of my brain. In at number three, The Beekeeper. Mm. Woo. Uh, now, Steve Sadak, maybe a little pocket review from you real quick, because I know you just recently saw it. Yeah, we watched it. Uh, I know Eric did as well. Um, I'll get his after this. My thing is, I loved it. Really had fun with it. It was, I was glad that it didn't go as John Wicky as it could have gone. Like, sure. when the other beekeeper shows up, I'm like, there better not be like 10 more beekeepers in this movie. Thankfully, they keep it to the one. There's no we hotel of beekeepers. I know, but <laughs> and there will be a hotel of beekeepers there. But the question I had... Jason Statham's character. Is he a beekeeper because he was a beekeeper or was he a beekeeper because he is a beekeeper? Do you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, because he's keeping bees, but then he used to keep bees for a living. And then like, you know what I mean? Did he want to keep bees because he was being a beekeeper? It's such a rich text. We can't really know for sure. I think he took the job first. I'm going to say that. And then that gave him the idea that maybe for therapeutic reasons, he could do this as a, as a practice and it seems to be it was working up until a point it seems like. i think chris you're totally right that's the theory i have is when you're going to retire from the beekeeper because as you know in the film rich tapestry there's only a single beekeeper at a time mm-hmm. all right once you retire the agency is like okay now you're going to take up beekeeping it keeps the stress down it keeps the animal at bay because you're God. a killing machine you're a trained killing machine and what can stop you from just going on constant rampages, but the serene art and craft of beekeeping. And plus, like once your family gets a knows that you like bees, you're getting bee shit all the time. Every every Christmas, it's like, oh, oh, great, another bee. It's a bee. It, 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 it's a bee jug for me for me whiskey. Oh, it's yep. great. Yep. I Eric, what you, did you think of the beekeeper? I love. I really had a good time with it. I I loved you know those action moments like dragging the guy off oh, the, the off the bridge. Right then, I I was like, so that's it. I need eight yep. sequels. I need eight sequels tomorrow. You know. <laughs> oh oh oh! O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. 
No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. To, to, to his failure, though, Steve, what you're talking about, the failure of the beekeeper is that he does not get Felicia Rashad into beekeeping early mm. enough. Because if she had been doing that, she would not have been inside on her computer being, you know, having oh. being hijacked. You know, it that, wouldn't have... the beginning of that movie. I was I was in my raffle copter, man. Just just <laughs> living it. <laughs> I was just in that raffle copter, yeah, yeah. loving it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it knows what it is, which is yeah. good. Yes, it most definitely knows exactly what it is, and it's not trying to be anything else. Um, speaking of something that I presume it knows exactly what it is, uh, in at number two, you guessed it, The Chosen Season 4, Episodes what? 1 through 3. Okay, no, this, this is the yeah, one where baby. they fart, right? This is the one. <laughs> Look yes. at them. Well, that's all the clouds up there is farting. The, the, the clouds <laughs> up behind. Rise them, up. Uh, <laughs> they rise <laughs> up. This is all farts. This is, it's a Jesus thing of something, uh, some God. sort. Okay. Uh, it was a Fathom event, $6 million on, look at this, 2,300 screens. You got yourself a wide release, friend. Yeah. Dude, you know, it's, it must have been sucked to go to one of those Fathom events because it takes forever to get out of the parking lot because everyone's checking their car for zip ties on the on the, on the the door <laughs> handle. Oh, they might be, oh, they might be good, trying to get us the zip tie on the door handle. Uh-huh. You make fun, but they're going to get you any day now. Uh, any day. Walking out of your own Christian movie, they're going to be getting you. Now, I know uh, because I was scoping on Fandango uh, advanced tickets for Dune Part 2 the other day. Mm. Uh, but by the way, guys, don't worry about it. I got my ticket for IMAX 8.30 I'm, I'm in the morning like a real fucking psycho. We were, we were uh, sweating it. I know. But so <laughs> along whenever down the line that's coming out, these fuckers are definitely doing an episode four through six of this because yeah, I saw it in the no. listing. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's probably, it, it has to be dog shit. But yeah. like, I, as a marketing thing, it's smart. Like, oh, absolutely. If, if you're going to get these people to watch shit like that on TV, why yep. not make a deal with Fathom and be like, we'll put it all, like three hours worth of it up on the big screen for the people who are really into this shit for yeah. some reason. And yeah. they'll pay the ticket. They'll do the only, it 100%. Only time I did one of those was when they did, way back when, uh, my wife was more into Doctor Who than she is now. It was the one where uh -huh. all the doctors showed up when and William Hurt was involved as well. Do you remember mm. this? There was like a big, but it was like a movie that I was, don't. it was like a Doctor oh, Who movie that, that was yes. going to be on television at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. it, when they put it on Fathom first. Yeah. Okay. And that was like cool. You know what I mean? But this is just literally just television in public. It's a little embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you I, know, I, I saw television in public. I went to, remember they did like, uh, a, like three episodes together of Game of Thrones and it was like a yeah. big battle episode. Sure. I went yeah, to yeah. that and it was fine, but I kind of, I wish I did. You know, you see the people you're with, and you're like, oh, oh no, oh yeah, you don't, you can't <laughs> yeah. look left to right. I know, yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Who event. <laughs> just look, yeah, just look straight forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, those, I mean, to the on your own paper, Doctor Who screening. I do think that, but saying what uh, this and that, like, I think this is kind of the future. If you're thinking about what the next big market is, it's putting pushing Fathom to book more of these kinds of things. Yeah, and like. Uh, more uh, up-to-date stuff like a week week of release kind of stuff like 
uh, before, like two weeks before something or other, a big HBO uh, yeah. thing. It yep. premieres on a Fathom event before it goes to HBO. Uh, and then people pay, like a big adaptation. I can't think of what it would be like. I, I was thinking the three body problem, but that's not even big. I enough, could see them like, putting out like uh, the last of us or something into the theater. Sure. People yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That, that would absolutely be the kind of thing you would do that with. Like get three episodes, slap them on there and people will pay a hundred percent. for that. Oh, shit. Thank God. Thank God that these people are making money. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the good, thing. Good, good. It, it, I agree with Chris. I will never watch a second of this shit. I could not fucking care less, but. I'm glad that the people who enjoy that kind of stuff are going out to theaters and doing shit at least. Cause maybe when you're there, you notice something else is coming out. You go back to the theater or whatever. And this doesn't appear to be, yeah. And this doesn't appear to be like the insane fucking brain pilled right wing shit. They sometimes put on these fathom events. Cause like, They'll strike a deal with whatever. They don't give a fuck. They'll play a Tucker Carlson special. (laughs) Bumpy Jonas in the chat has a great idea for the next Fathom event. Uh, Becker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Shawnee Smith was just in Saw X. We got Shawnee Fever. Give us Becker in the theater, please. But the time to do that would have been like when The Good Place was at the height of its powers. Like Mm. when Ted Danson was at... Right now, he's not really. Is he doing anything now? The time would have been 1998, I think. Yes, I mean, maybe well. The time would have been never. Hey, it's Becker. For like a two-hour Bronx sitcom, and you're poo-pooing it. I am. Look, I don't think they've done it for every other show on Earth. Why not do it for Becker and for Eric to make Eric happy? Because if you put Ted Danson in that show on that big of a screen, you are seeing right through that hairpiece they have on him in that show. Even better. Like, just give yes. me a good view of that thing. I want yes. to see where it connects. I want to see speaking all the of, uh, and crannies and the crumbs. Ew. Uh, speaking of bad haircuts, uh, oh. Superman's got a bad haircut in this Argyle movie, which was indeed <laughs> number one at the box office with a not great $18 no. million because, guys, uh, once again, so this is an Apple movie that they hired out Universal to uh, distribute Ugh. for them. This is somehow another $200 million budgeted movie. Mm-hmm. How? I, I, as the person who saw it, how? I don't understand <laughs> it. Like, I, you, If you were to watch it, you would never in a million years think it costs $200 million. Unless you're paying Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell unimaginable amounts of money. Like truly oh. astronomical maybe they really good catering you know yeah it's a good point. craft but, services i mean that cat point. it looks like it's cgi that's got to be 200 million right there probably that's true. <laughs> they should put in one of the migration ducks instead because that movie was way cheaper <laughs> you can't even get me a real cat how about that shit <laughs> I, 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 I just wanted a fucking cat to look at and you yeah. fucking got this cgi thing fucking jumping around being cute I'm like, I, 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 get me out of here. Like, Is it one of those um, 200 million, but like half of it was advertising or 200 million to make the movie? 200 million, 200 million to budget. make the movie. Universal, <laughs> Universal's footing the bill for 50% of the marketing oh. expenses. Oh. I'm, just, um, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It looks like this came out in the mid-aughts. Yep. It, I, I cannot believe it, this. I mean, it is number one at the box office, but such a disappointing debut with a $200 million budget. Oh, is, and dude, yeah, like he was saying he wants to do a trilogy off of this, like an $18 million well, opening, no trilogy. Not happened. Happened. You, know, you know what I don't want to hear? Uh, well, that's it. That's what you... You know, you try and get an original programming out there. Oh, and then, no, that's, you know what I mean? that's true. 
that, that I don't want to hear that right shit. Out its face. I don't want to fucking hear it. Because no, it's, it's still bad. Yeah. If it's bad, it's bad. I'm sorry. Don't yes. give me the like, come on, let's keep it alive just for the shit to kill coming out the asshole. Like, I don't <laughs> care. No, what was that? let it die. <laughs> I didn't get it either. <laughs> Wait, so Chris, you're the only one who saw this movie. Give it to us straight. What's what's going on with Argyle? It's horrible. It's I mean, if you've seen <laughs> The Lost City, uh, the the Sandra what? Bullock. Oh Anna yes, Tatum, okay. It yep. is very. It is uh, another a kind of ripoff of uh, Romancing the Stone. Mm. I uh, thought Lost City was movie. was pretty fun. It's credit where credits I, due. I, I think Sandra Bullock. I'll, I'll tell you this much: it looks fucking great after this. Uh, sure. <laughs> after dealing with, I'm like, the, the problem is it's a very desperate movie. Like, you're you're trying to make, you have no real confidence in the Bryce Dallas Howard Sam Rockwell thing, which is the center of your thing. Right. And then to make it a little bit more interesting, you have this weird, actual Asian Argyle, like a uh, uh, the version of her book. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Henry Cavill, Dua Lipa, uh, a couple other people. Wait, wait, she's—it's a book. Like it's like Gumby. She's going to the book, and the world's <laughs> like, writes, "Whoa, it's Argyle World." You you start off in the world. Yeah, I'm sure and, of and the book of the book, and then you come out uh-huh. as like she's the uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is the yes. writer of the book. And let me guess, uh, she's in sweatpants and she's eating ice cream, and she's she, like. Can't very, get her shit together. Very well appointed this whole time. It hasn't gone full Nancy Myers. I actually would have preferred that. Okay. Like it's uh, actually she's, she's dressed a little too nicely. Okay, got it. Uh I, I I actually the Nancy Myers version of this would have been much better. Uh so but, is Cavill in the real world at all or is no, he no, just no, in no. the book? No, he's not in the real world at all. I mean, okay. like the the, the uh, twist, I mean, there's several of them, but like the major twist is very obvious from like within 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, especially once the Rockwell stuff starts. Uh, but they add in like once you get to the Brian Cranston versus Sam Jackson stuff. Oh my you, God. This uh, cast just keeps going. That's your 200 million. There's yeah. your sign. But like how, <laughs> uh, like how much were you paying each of them? Cause it would have had to have been a lot of fucking yeah. money uh, mm-hmm. to get to the, cause the actual action of it wasn't like, incredible and like yeah. the computer like i guess like uh, to properly pay people would get maybe get you to that number but you know they're not doing that uh sure. but like I, I, the the problem with it is just it's just like convoluted as shit like there's too much stuff going on none of it really gets you none of it is interesting if you're a diehard for one of these actors i guess i could see you Maybe being like, ah, they're maybe doing something. Int- a, a, yeah. a Sam Rockwell diehard being like, I, you know, I've never seen him that tired. Never. <laughs> you no, know, he's, he's never been that exhausted. Never. I, I, that's a new thing for him. Uh, maybe. But like, other than that, I can't see getting any joy out of this. Like, uh, what, it, it keeps on starting and stopping. It's a fucking disaster, man. If you want to see <laughs> Sam Rockwell tired, go go watch. See how they run. Dude, did he sleep through that Ooh, one? Yep. Dude, oh. that movie super disappointing. He looks like he's on a meth run as compared to this. <laughs> I, I've seen how they run; it's not very good. But no, like, this is so much worse than that. And and what I was saying that was confusing everybody is like, I, I don't want the movie business to just go on to just put out shit. Yeah, like it, there's yeah. no point in it. If it, the point is just to continue to put out shit, and then every once in a while, like one big great movie comes out, like we get Dune two, and then the rest of it is garbage or mediocre at best yeah like, we want good shit like the beekeeper like if you're gonna be yes. sh- little shit you could be a little shit stained get, get, go that direction <laughs> give, give the money to the style like david Ayer, for what i what i don't like about him like 
He's a stylist. He can do a little. He can put a little pizzazz on the thing. But and that's all the, I'm looking for. What about the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughn? What about that? <laughs> <laughs> it or... <laughs> that's the thing. Is it's all talk, right? Yeah. With Vaughn specifically, it's all about the jokey talk, and like yeah. he's supposed to be an antidote to the MCU, like uh, buddy buddy stuff, because he's more violent. Mm-hmm. But like at this point, it's the same. It's just the same. Uh, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even made that, like, the violence in this is stupid as shit. Like, one or two really bad ones, but other than that, blech. Well, that's that's too bad. So you think maybe we'll be uh, talking about it in January or something? If we, if everybody's remembering it still, I don't know. It might just go to the Santa time. <laughs> the worm true. might eat it up. Speaking of something that's also going to go uh, to the Sands of time in a few days, folks, uh, we had our live digital experience last Thursday on The Flash. Uh, super fun time, by the way. Yeah. Um, Super, super raunch-tacular uh, Q&A afterwards. Oh, yeah. We get dirty, folks. We're being tame right now. I mean, I just yes. heard Chris, like, could you, could you believe how much he was cussing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this, was horrified. This, the I algorithm pointed me to this show because we were talking about The Chosen. And he's cussing? <laughs> he's cussing like he was, that? And he was saying Jesus was in a fart cloud? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, but here's the deal, gang. You can still go to moment.co slash we hate movies uh, right now and get that replay. Good to get the replay through this coming Thursday, the 8th. Um, and if you're on the fence, if you're dancing on the edge of a knife about whether or not you want to check it out, uh, here's just a few minutes from what was a fairly long conversation uh, on last year's film, The Flash. Also, I'm just saying I, you replaced fucking Billy Crudup with Ron Livingston. Why don't we just change out some other actors while we're a, at it? And Grant Gustin's right true. fucking, he's right fucking there. Here's the difference, though. <laughs> I mean, and like, I'm not, I'm not comparing crimes, et cetera, et cetera. But even you have to remove this person because they attacked the entire island of Hawaii, yeah. the entire state of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They just went island to island and started trouble and everywhere they in you local remember, karaoke um, bars as i understand you remember it. that time yes. that uh, that thing went off and all those folks in hawaii were like take shelter the big ones coming <laughs> yeah. yeah it was actually just because ezra miller they were farting around <laughs> on all the islands they were yeah. bothering people uh-huh. ezra miller they showed up before 4 p.m at a bar like oh fuck hit the alarm hit the uh, alarm we have to do the multiverse we yes. just have to we the, have to do it the same cigar chub uh, executive who might have been david zaslov for all we know who was like don't worry we got we got ezra miller you know what Actually, now that I think about it, you know what's better than one Ezra Miller? Two Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. this one's even more irritating. There's that part when uh, the, Bruce Wade is explaining to them uh, string theory with the spaghetti. Ugh. And this kid doesn't know how to eat spaghetti. It's like all over his mouth. And I'm it's like, awful. the one thing I know about this character is that he knows how to eat spaghetti. That's, that, that's <laughs> the only thing I've learned. The whole entire- fucking film is based around someone getting murdered while eating spaghetti or making spaghetti. Spaghetti gets someone off a of murder beef. <laughs> um, this movie hates The Flash. It just does. Obviously, it doesn't have any pro- uh, any uh, confidence in the product because they bring in Batman and Supergirl and numerous Batman and all sorts of Supergirls and yeah. all the shit at the end to just sort of end Superman villains, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Especially at the beginning of the movie, wouldn't it be cool 
instead of Batman calling Barry Fal by the way, he says Barry Falcone's son is trying to make it big. And yeah, now I'm, I'm me as a Batman fan, I'm like, oh wow, Tom Wilkinson's son is up to trouble. <laughs> now you know what I mean? Like, yes. wouldn't it be cool if this was like um any of the trillions of well-known Flash villain villains, Heat Wave robbed a bank. You gotta stop this. Like th yep. that's your first introduction into the movie is the mirror masters running muck down in downtown Keys. he's got State. great villains yeah heat wave captain cold there's there's countless oh, ones but i'm that is all the lack of the uh, unbelievable lack of confidence that is on display here. yes of course because <laughs> like you are you would just be like here let's see the flash it's the flash movie let's start with flash but you keep cutting to video game bruce wayne <laughs> right. on his little scooter Look, this, we need we need not only we need okay we don't want to offend everyone. We got to get every Batman in here, you know, because mm -hmm. the, the Snyder people, domestic terrorists, you know, the, the the Tim Burton Batman people, too sad to live. We got to get them in there. These nightmare creatures, you call them babies if you want. They're not. They are no. goblins from another yes. dimension that I'd, I'd rather not ever visit. They are yeah. terrifying looking. None of them look real. I'm sure yeah. they're all AI generated. I'm sure none of them have the right number of fingers. Oh, no, no babies were harmed in the making. No. <laughs> no. No, but you no, know, no, that's no. the thing. No babies were harmed in, in the events of this film because they get saved. But in reality, I'll tell you, watch it. You take a baby, you chuck it out a window. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Even if you catch it mid flight down yeah uh -huh. you're 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 jostling something forever you know what these babies reminded me of you guys ever see any episodes of the old muppet show where they do uh sketches with these not like not muppet babies the cartoons but like yes like actual baby, baby muppets. shaped muppets yeah okay like, yeah like they just look like human babies, but they're Muppet puppets. Right. Unsettling as the like day cabbage is long. patch kids or something. They kind of look like cabbage patch kids, kind of shit. These babies look like dead versions of those felt puppets. But yeah, we yeah, have please. to catch up to Marvel, and Marvel is doing this, so we need to do that. And we're just gonna jump to we're gonna jump to conclusions map it <laughs> because ron livingston's in this so i can say yeah, it. yeah, yeah you go. Go. Uh, dude i guarantee you ron livingston uh is i just always kind of Im imagined him as his office space character and i just peter like just coming in like oh yeah uh hey hey peter looks like uh billy crudup just backed out of the movie y'all show up on saturday you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like, yep. yeah Hey, you got it, Machete. I'll be there. <laughs> Kalel, no. Don't give them the stone. Don't kiss your cousin. <laughs> um, but so, like, it's like, oh man, are we gonna save the day? Uh, no. like, I will not save the day. But guess what he's gonna do, folks? He's gonna save the day. But we need because we decided to take away his powers. We need to give him back his powers. Yeah. Oh, this fucking Frankenstein so shit, dude. Do I don't Ben Franklin horse shit. I don't understand. By the way, Batman also says, "Let's get nuts." He's gonna help. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, do that. Would you see, see that shot just really quickly? When you see that shot, it's you want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. In between those two sentences, you see bats fly away. Yes. Yeah. You know what that is? That's the last of Michael Keaton's dignity just flying out of the movie. <laughs> uh, I think yep. the last of his dignity was when he put on the second wig. The first wig is the Robinson <laughs> Crusoe wig. The yes. second one is Shatnerian. It is very much Star Trek 3-esque <laughs> poodle upon his head. <laughs> So there you go, gang. Wow, look at that. Yes, check it out. Moment.co slash 
We Hate Movies. It's available now until Thursday. That's right. Um, oh, and the uh, the Q&A is available with it also. I don't know if we uh, clarified that little number there. Um, all right. So moving right along, gang. Got a, a lot to cover here. A uh, couple of things. I think one is looking pretty cool. I do not know what to make of the first one. A couple of trailers we're going to talk about in a segment we like to call Trailer Segment. So the first one, you know, Guy Ritchie, I think he's trying to get into like a Hong Sang-soo situation where he's making like two movies a year. This dude is just he's putting out movies. This the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Oh, my God. This is Guy Ritchie. (laughs) I didn't I had no idea. It's it's downright unfair that we have to deal with Matthew Vaughn movies and Guy Ritchie movies. They both shouldn't be allowed to make movies. Can I tell you, Steve, uh, up until like putting the show notes together today, I thought that Argyle was a Guy Ritchie. Of course you did. It looks like it. Yeah. How about not? (laughs) He's not. I mean, he's toned it. That's the thing is, I think Matthew Vaughn is like a version of someone who kept going after like, it seemed like that version of uh, 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 Guy Ritchie fell off after Snatch. Yeah. Like he stopped doing uh-huh. that kind of snappy right. thing. I think and Matthew Vaughn picked that up. And now Guy Ritchie mm. is doing like normal action movies mostly. Like that's I I've seen this trailer. It looks like a normal action movie. Like it does. But I'm tired yeah. of Guy Ritchie for the for my whole life has been Guy Ritchie. It's time for maybe you let Man Pori direct a few uh There we go. Maybe uh uh you know, you find a pauper in the street, perhaps, as Britain has. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean many paupers. Uh, and many right. chimney sweeps that could be directing movies every That's day. A right. couple of a uh, couple of pauper looking people in this movie. So we're gonna uh, watch this trailer here, gang. This is out uh, from Lionsgate, uh, four nineteen. So that'll good make a good uh, four twenty viewing, maybe. Because um, this appears like it could be fun in theaters on that. Uh, but anyway, in the show notes below here, folks, if you're watching. Uh, you can watch along with us. We have links to both of these trailers. Uh, but yes, Guy Ritchie's The Ministry of ungentlemanly warfare the problem is you're gonna have a hard time selling this movie because people aren't gonna remember this title no you shouldn't this versus snatch i mean you know just as an example anyway uh here we go check out this trailer uh chris just use caution trigger warning there is a trailer before the trailer just to let you know let you know i want you to be taken taken aback there buddy Uh, all right here we go three two one go his tongue's out a lot in this trailer and i guess that's the thing so does this take place in like the turn of the century or the future? I can't tell. World, you. World War II. Okay. This is based on a true story, I guess. I want you to lead. Oh. Thank you, Sergeant. Oh boy. Carrie always kind of getting like a British Suicide Squad together here. Okay. We're losing the war. Oi. Yep. You, you get your asses in seats when you put Hitler in your trailer, huh? Is that also Dude. Evil Churchill? <laughs> well, yeah, was that was that also Carrie Elway's? Oh, is he doing a jumbo? Oh no! Because it looks like Carrie Elway's with like pudgy face makeup. This is like the clumps or something. <laughs> oh, dude, Man from Uncle. By the way, I turned that movie right off. Oh, is this Reacher? I don't think Reacher's in this. The big guy? Yeah, hi, it's me, a, a British guy from the 1940s. You know what I want? An international team of men and women. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I'm looking for. 
Oh, dude, Till Schweiger. Of course. of course. Yeah, what else is he doing? Yeah, right there. Isn't oh, there, there? that is him. That is not a wow. He's got glasses on. Reacher's not wearing glasses, you're saying? No, he is wearing glasses. See, that, it's anachronistic, right? Because I don't think we had muscles that big back then. Like, the steroids weren't completely invented. No, he well, took the Hulk serum. What about the guy from uh, uh, um, Raiders? The guy that gets killed by the airplane? Oh, yeah. He's got, oh, yeah. right, right, right. Like a once-in-a-generation well, big guy. That guy looked more like Burley. This is like... Reacher's yeah, I, like working on each muscle, making sure it looks just right. Built. Yep, yeah, that's fair. I am liking all this Nazi killing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> One for uninteresting bastards, please. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crow, that's well all done, dude. I thought it would have been more. I don't know. I don't know about any of these ungentlemanly men, really. Yeah. No, no I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, I mean, that's the, the Guy Ritchie formula now is like, Get a bunch of manly men together to do some action stuff, or what? In the in the case of the Covenant, just get one major megawatt guy to do something, uh-huh. uh, and then you know just put them together, do a bunch of action, have them do say charming shit to each other. Of course, that's a movie. Oh no, this just in. Wow. Uh-huh. Do you know who plays Winston Churchill? Oh no, no. it's not Carrie Elway's play. Uh, you wish double? it was. You wish. James oh, no. Corden. Johnny Depp is playing no. Winston Churchill. <laughs> ah. yeah, could actually could you put your head in the lion's mouth after all? <laughs> yeah. Do that. That's oh man. Oh, uh, so of course they're not fucking advertising. That. No, 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 Woof no, no, no. City. Johnny Depp uh, is Winston Churchill. Oh, real God. quick, Blake in the chat. I agree with you. I liked Wrath of Man. So good one. Occasionally it works. Like the, the formula I'm does Richie. work occasionally. Like uh-huh. it's, it's not uh, like the gentleman sucks. Uh, yeah. The Covenant's very meh, uh, but Wrath the Man is good, like a good action movie. And since this looks like more of that, like just bros doing blow them up shit, yeah. like maybe that's <laughs> enough. Like, gentlemen, uh-huh. the gentleman was too much of the charmy snappy back and forth talk Ooh, that was that was another turned off yeah, I, that's, I, that's i think the last guy richie movie i've ever tried to watch was that and it it was off in 25 minutes because because there's no real action in that one like I, I forgive the man from uncle and wrath of man because there's at least action set pieces that like are well choreographed they work and like excites me a little bit when like you get too yeah. chatty i'm like god i don't care like yeah, I, right. man i don't want to hear what you have to think uh, speaking of something that looks like it's got some good action, it came up last week, so I want to talk about it. This Dev Patel Monkey yes, Man movie baby. that he directed, uh, and the story was, uh, what was it, Jordan Peele saw it, was like, ne- no, this has to go to theaters and not Netflix? Netflix had, I think, commissioned it even. Uh, I, okay. They might have done it with Patel, but uh, he Jordan Peele had seen an early screening of it somehow. I assume him and Patel are friends or something. Uh, or he's and, just a massively powerful dude. Well, yeah. screen, well, I, I, I don't know how like you are like, get me that movie. Uh, yeah, ah! I mean, yeah. Get me <laughs> that's, it now. That's how I like to assume it happens all the time. <laughs> no, I, I think there's something more, a little bit more structured. But he saw it and he was like, no, this is a big screen movie. Go, we, it, what do I have to do? What do I have to pay? You know, like he got, you know, I think he got Universal on board to help with it, too. I, mm-hmm. I, I forget what the company makeup is, but he put in a lot of his own money. Monkey Paw is now uh, part of the production credits um, um, to get now, it into a, a, a limit. I think it's a limited, but a big theatrical run. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure this will go wide. But like, so one thing, just to be critical of it for a second, and it's not the movie's fault at all. Someone saw John Wick, of course. I mean, this poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody saw John someone, Wick. But like someone should get sued. I think this is <laughs> literally the John Wick one poster. Um, yeah, the Neil jo- the the, the Marlowe movie turns into fucking John Wick for a yeah. little bit towards wow. the end. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it did, Chris. Yeah, I see what you're saying. There's but. neon, there's pink and blue and red neon lights while people are twirl fighting. I'm sorry. That's a John Wick. So and yes, Marlowe explodes and it's awesome. Marlowe yeah. recommend. It's it's fun. Yes. Hardcore recommend. Uh, anyway, I have not I seen this trailer this movie, yet. So yeah. Oh, dude, strap in. I hope that this turns out to be a hardcore recommend uh, when this comes out for it's another April movie four five yeah April fifth uh, all right here we go Monkey Man in three two one go yeah Monkey Paw Productions there it is there you go I like Dev Patel as an actor this will be interesting sure. to see him direct something mm. oh I love him. I think he's doing the thing of like, well, I guess I have to do it kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's great in the Green Knight, man. Oh, yeah. I love the Green Knight. Absolutely. It's a little revenge tale kind of oh, thing. Yeah, here. Maybe. The white monkey. Oh yeah, dude! Put oh. on that monkey mask. Oh All right, God. I know he's wearing a monkey mask. I had no idea. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be a Halloween costume and a half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we're seeing a new Halloween sensation born right here in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who forgets their beliefs doesn't turn out well for them. Ooh, face into an ashtray. This is not the place to work if you can't handle that sort mm. of stuff. <clears throat> Yes. Every day. I've prayed. I hope this yeah. style of music is the score in the movie, by if the way. That they, would be great. They better not kill that dog. I oh. know. You, you yeah, can't dude. kill a dog. You cannot. No. <laughs> oh, he's got a fun little sidekick, buddy. Sure. That's pretty cool. He needs to be wearing the monkey mask more. I, I would like to see it in all these scenarios, like a, a, a monkey with a tuxedo <laughs> yeah, I, on. That would be pretty cool. Ooh, a glass to the eyeball. Hey, another broken aquarium, just like Marlo. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this looks really good. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited for this. I, 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 I I'm not always for the uh, big John Wick action movies, but this this looks yeah. good. I like the drawing of uh, the monkey guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for all we know, the monkey mask might be in it more once you get to the damn movie. Yeah. Oh, I, look at those dudes. This better be all the scenes without the monkey mask, <laughs> and the rest of them are all you, monkey masks. You with the masks, man. <laughs> there you go. There's a monkey mask. Fuck yeah! Just one small ember. Ooh, monkey mask, monkey mask. Oh yeah. Is that Charlotte Copley? <laughs> I think it is actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. 
All right, fellas. Like, I want to see some of the movie, man, when I see the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is yeah. going on for a while. Monkey mask. Like, you, you sold me very quickly already. Like, I did yes. not need to see that much of the movie, man. I agree. Um, but fuck, that looks so good. It looks yeah. fun. Um, I mean, I wonder if that's part of, like, the, the fact that, like, you did have to do this whole deal to get it in theaters. They're like, okay. Where you're gonna have to give us a huge trailer where like you give the audience like most of the movie again. Yeah, right. Like you can't do a teasy trailer with this one. Like we want our we want people in the fucking theater. But do you think right. it'll do bananas at the box office? Oh, <laughs> oh who knows? <laughs> oh well done, my friend. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well done. Uh yeah, no, I cannot fucking wait for that. Uh if they're smart, give me a little IMAX uh screening. Yes. Put that on the big one. No, no, no. Um, the Jesus TV show. Is gonna yeah. be there. <laughs> yeah. Jesus TV show, IMAX, and also 4DX screenings. Mm-hmm. Well, episode five, six, and seven are coming out, baby. Can't yeah, wait for the it. 4DX screenings of that show. You got actual nails in your hands. <laughs> Man, it smells like seats, dust. Oh, yeah. You're getting a bunch of like dust in your face. The seats bounce with right, every yeah. hammer whack. Yeah, no. All the totally. farts, of course. <laughs> a cloud of farts. Um, another, you know, a really fucking beautifully shot movie that I wish uh, I saw in a theater. Uh, but hey, screener was fine. <laughs> Not that. Where are we here? There we go. Looks similar, actually. Kind of, kind of similar. You're right. you're, you're actually. Let's do that again. Yeah, yeah. there we go. And there yeah, we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Zoom the, out. The, yeah. Camera the one. Nope. Camera are, two. Uh, <laughs> this is an industry-wide problem. The art of posters. We just don't do it anymore. Well, because yep. if you've seen the other version of the Promised Land poster, it is the other. Uh, uh, normal poster design of big Mads Mikkelsen and like the four supporting characters up yes. his skin. Up oh, his yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. that was, I, I looked at that one, Chris, and I was like, that's so bad. It looks fake. And yeah, I yeah. Passed, passed it this right by. Much better. This one is much better. Um, but yeah, this is the promised land uh, out now from uh, Magnolia. This is Nicolaj Arcel, who, Oof. Uh, he directed what was uh, the, the dark, dark tower. tower yes, dude, that, whoa, that was a, a a rough 97 minutes. Um, but he's back directing this movie. Which I think is um, very, very good. It's so good. I so really this, enjoyed this. It was Denmark's uh, pitch for the Oscars. It was shortlisted to not uh, get nominated, of course. Um, but it's Mads playing a retired army captain who uh, is going to go out on this like unfarmable heath land. Um, and he says, like, I'm going to turn the soil and I'm going to grow shit. And if I do it successfully, you have to make me like, uh, like, uh, royalty. Like, right. uh, I get a title and a house. I can become a lord. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's just about him, like, trying to do this. But then, like, there's an evil land baron who's like threatened by him. And this dude's like a fucking total crazy, psychotic, like, murderous guy. Like, and it's very structured, like a western. Yeah. Like, he's the guy like on the on the land, very soft spoken. Mm trying to just make a quiet living. And here's like evil land baron guy kind of coming in. Um, they have like some Romani politics uh, that's in place of like indigenous Americans that would be in American Westerns. It's fucking great. And, you know, Magnolia, I'm so glad they're putting it out. Like go find this movie. I'm sure if it's not already, it's probably going to be streaming pretty soon. Yeah. I know it's in theaters yeah. down here. Um it's a fucking must, man. That Mickelson, Eric. Yes. I, you know, and that's the thing is he's, 
you know, like there's movies that he's done that like everyone's like, don't watch, don't bother with Polar or whatever. So right. it got to the point where I'm just like, you laughing, Chris? Right, because I've seen Polar and yeah, don't bother. What? what why would you you're watch la- that movie? Because I'm, I'm <laughs> quoting you and you're laughing at it. But um, isn't it called? Isn't it called Arctic? That movie? No, Polar. Is it? Is it called it's Polar? Called where Polar. he cr- he crash lands, and he's the I, only person in the movie. Oh no, that's a different. No, no, no. Polar is him doing. Oh, John he's literally he did. John oh, <laughs> I'm just saying he's done a okay. lot of stuff that you're just like ah, you know, I like him as an actor, but is he ever going to yeah. give us the juice again? You know. Um, and this is yeah. it. He's great in this. It's it's. I I loved it. I love the villain. Uh, the guy playing Deshinkle is great. Oh yeah, Deshinkle man. And we're saying Deshinkle like all the time in the movie. Which yes, is pretty and great. it's got good class politics because you know the aristocracy is always trying to trying to stop him. And Shinkle added D to his name to try to sound even more royal. It's it's yes. so it's, it's it works on a lot of levels. It's playing oh, yeah. with. It has a lot of. I like the idea that it's not just they don't just uh leave it at the class politics though he has like it's a very pretty complex emotional relationship with uh anna uh barbara uh the, the woman he works right. with closely and the widow that the, he, yeah. uh, uh and, and the child uh that they adopt um right. the th- that stuff to me is just as important and they give just as much care to the drawing of that in the writing and in the the shooting of the movie it's it's a very handsome production it's exactly what i want from these kinds of movies oh yeah uh, this guy has done uh a royal affair which i don't know mads might have actually also been in that sounds I like a netflix movie that i watch around christmas um <laughs> i think it definitely does Mad, mads, mads was in it by the way uh, and, yeah there and, are and some repeat uh, actors throughout this cast actually he was i mean the minute it was such a thankless job to give him the dark tower like Yes. Like yeah. you give that to Sp- Zemeckis or Sp- like I, I, of course not those guys now, but like mm. the, a, a major director has to take on that. Vill- D- Denis Villeneuve, perfect idea. Yeah, uh, oh, sure, he maybe could take on such a thing, but to give it to this guy, like I, I, it was he never didn't have a chance. Work. It yeah, was never going to work. They just wanted to keep the rights, I think. Um, but anyway, hardcore recommend for the Promised Land. It is a robust you know, period drama picture, but also staggeringly violent, Oh yeah, um, which was pretty great. And by the way, just, I looked it up 2019 polar with Mads, 2018 Arctic with Mads. Oh, yeah. uh, so oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, I would actually recommend uh, Arctic. Um, I haven't seen Arctic. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time. It's basically him as the only one in the movie. Cause he's pulling a woman who like was injured in the plane crash and she's knocked out the whole time. So like, it's just him surviving. Very little dialogue. It's it's surprisingly uh, captivating for that kind of a concept. The, the only thing I will say about Polar is it is a a rare beast in the wilderness. Like you you don't see edgelord shit that pronounced yeah. anymore. <laughs> don't you don't really like it? it uh-huh. But it is, and it's just disgust. You're like, how did this ever like the post Tarantino wave? Like all that stuff. How did this ever get so bad? But and how did they bring it right. back? How did they try to bring it back for a minute? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It, it's horrible. Um. So anyway, hardcore recommend for the Promised Land. Now we got to start wrapping it up, but we have to announce we're true to our word. Uh, we have selected the films for uh, the three uh, dates down south that we're doing this spring. So uh, get ready to lock and load, folks. Here we go. Uh, Four twenty-five in Atlanta, Georgia. 
We're talking gamer. Oh, <laughs> Gerard <laughs> Butler is in gamer. Oh I was really God. excited. This is like this was as I'm going through listener quest month calls. This was requested a lot, so oh, people really? are going to be very excited. Oh, yeah. Gamer, yeah, dude, being controlled by a boy. <laughs> it Tell is. Tell the boy to stop controlling me. Uh, uniquely bad, and I cannot wait to revisit it and talk and meet all you fine folks in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, mm-hmm. see some right. of you fine folks again. Um, yeah, and that's going to be at the City Winery, by the way, classing it up a little bit. I like yeah. that. Uh, so then that's April, and then May, we got two dates. We are hitting up our Space City debut, folks. We're going to Houston, Texas. We will be at the Houston Improv on 514 talking. Drrr, RoboCop 2. Yes. yes. Filmed in your town because it looked worse than Detroit, apparently. Or what, I don't know what the logic there was. I think it was because the downtown is like quiet at night or something. But yes, RoboCop sure. 2 filmed in Houston, and we will be talking about it in Houston. That's like right. And Crime Lords, all of it. It's kind it's of a WLM for me. I love Tom Noonan dude. in it. And no, that's that's why, dude. It's W Art W Heart M right there. Robo and I've Cap seen too. that movie, but I was blackout drunk, so I'm gonna have to see it again. Yes. And this time, I'm gonna take notes. Head less fears. <laughs> How about take some nuke? Ooh, ooh, yeah. I didn't have to keep you up studying. I was disappointed uh, to learn that that was not a real drug. As a kid, no. I was like, "Oh, it looks like a little like Kool Aid," and you're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> nuke yourself up, dude." I can't wait till I'm old enough to take nuke. Yeah, that's how, that's what I was thinking. And then the very next night, folks, in Austin, Texas, uh, the love continues at Cap City Comedy because we're talking Robert Rodriguez from Dust Till Dawn. Honey, your hands like a dead man from a white oak tree. <laughs> this is going to be most of the show. Yes, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. And I will say that and it's, it's WLM big fat L on this one for everybody. Oh, yeah, yes. yep. My most rented movie of all time. Guaranteed. Really? I rented this for Blockbuster. Really? It, it, oh, yeah. Uh, but for many good reasons. Uh-huh. That, the Tarantino yes. head kids. Right, stuff. the Tarantino stuff. You learned how to talk to women from his exactly. character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know what? We'll save it for the show because I want to know why were we not just buying the tape? That's a great question. Uh, so we'll fill in the blanks. Uh, Five fifteen at Cap City Comedy. We love movies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Chris? That's what I think I've answered the question. That's, all, that's always the answer. The <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was thinking. Uh, all right, folks, but that is going to do it. Those are the tour dates, whmpodcast.com. You can get uh, all the ticketing information on the tour page there. Uh, get we those ticks. Get, yeah. those, get ticks. those ticks. Get those ticks. They're flying. They're flying, folks. Yeah. They're flying. Yeah. Seven years uh, we're back in Atlanta. First time ever Houston. Six years back in Austin. A lot of momentous events happening on this tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, indeed. Uh, we were also having a lot of fun last Friday on Patreon. If you missed it, we dropped the We Love Movies episode on Dune 84. Uh, I have to say, uh, loving the responses to the episode. We got so many Dune heads out in the audience, the Patreon audience. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then shit going on this week, y'all. Prepare yourself for this. Tomorrow, we're oh, talking no. blast from the past on We Hate Movies. Uh, 
that was uh, a real, <laughs> yeah. a real suffering affair. I, gotta be honest, I, I saw a couple of more than a few people either on Reddit or on Patreon being like, it's going to be a WLM, right? And I'm like, mm. oh, no, sweetheart. <laughs> but no, no. remember, it's okay to like a movie. It I is. think we do. We do pay it some compliments. It is charming enough. You sure, know? sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, you know, something that's going to be in there, of course, um, commercials. And if you don't want any of those on your Blast from the Past episode, the $8 level and up on our Patreon can help you out. Um, and again, speaking of the Patreon, Thursday, the very popular show, Once in a Lifetime, returns. Oh, yeah. We're talking the walls are watching. Fucking hair. Oh, my God. I love him. Everyone, do yourself a favor and watch this movie because yes. it is bonkers. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, that's available at the top tier, the Walsh tier, uh, $10 uh, for that guy. Um, it, we had a lot of fun discussing that movie. I think Chris Cabin almost jumped out of a moving car after he watched it. Um, I tried. It, it didn't work, but it, I tried. <laughs> but uh, no, so that was a lot of fun. That's coming out Thursday, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And remember, of course, speaking of Thursday, you have till the end of the day Thursday to check out that replay, moment.co slash we hate movies for that Flash program. Could I announce uh, something in, that's going to happen in two weeks? Oh, yeah. Oh, right, dude. Thank you. I almost forgot. Uh, in two weeks on this very on-screen live uh, broadcast on uh, February the 19th, mm. we will also we will be revealing the Listener Request Month winners. All, yes. all the winners mm-hmm. that uh, will be uh, pulled from a hat on, on on-screen live, not on some other, other stream. It'll be here. Yes. Yes. Yep. yep. So we're going to be doing the show, and we will have a whole big honking segment with us pulling stuff out of hats that we have lying around the house. I, I, I do want to assure people, I will not be using this hat. I'm going to bring out another <laughs> hat you. for this specifically. I don't want oh, to, excellent. Um, people getting upset. I understand. Right. Also, please Fine. stop calling. The, the lines have been closed for four or five days now, and we're still getting calls. <laughs> and God bless you folks, but it's, it's been over for a while. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and my dog thinks that uh, the show's over, so we're going to wrap it up here, folks. Hey, Marty, let's quiet down. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, have a great week. Until next time, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. Bye-bye.